Welcome to Imagine That. Your host is Dr. Miriam Franco. Today, we'll discover the power of imagination to relax and discuss many of the ways it can help solve problems, improve your health, and more. Imagination is a healthy, powerful tool that, when applied to a concern, becomes a powerful ally that we can all benefit from. Now, here is Dr. Miriam Franco. Welcome to Imagine That. I'm Dr. Miriam Franco, your host. As a psychologist and guided imagery specialist, I have witnessed how powerful our imagination is to help us reduce pain, let go of stress, prepare for challenging life events, and improve coping. When we learn to relax and apply our imaginations to a task or a concern, especially if we use our sensory images in the process, we can make rapid shifts in perception and behavior. As Albert Einstein said, first we imagine it, then we create it. Each week on Imagine That, I will interview health professionals, artists, teachers, wellness experts, and community leaders who apply innovative ways to use the power of the imagination to relax, cope, perform, and learn. My guest today is Peggy Huddleston, a psychotherapist, researcher, and pioneer in mind-body medicine. Her writing and groundbreaking research focus on the ways positive emotions and the human spirit speed healing. Her book, Prepare for Surgery, Heal Faster, a guide of mind-body techniques and its companion relaxation CD, give people facing surgery a way to go from feeling anxious to feeling peaceful, a state of being that's been proven to speed healing. Her book and relaxation CD are recommended at leading hospitals across the U.S., including Brigham and Women's Hospital, a Harvard Medical School teaching hospital, NYU Medical Center in New York, and Kaiser Permanente Santa Clara Medical Center in California. Welcome, Peggy, to Imagine That, and thanks for joining us today. Thank you, Dr. Franco. With full disclosure, I've long been an admirer of Peggy and her work. Peggy was my first guided imagery mentor. Many, many years ago, I attended one of your workshops in New York City. I remember how calm and deeply centered I felt after the workshop. In fact, when I returned home, I discovered my house had been burglarized, and I stayed very calm focused and responsive to what I needed to do. And I thought, wow, these techniques really work. I'm sold. So it was quite a testament to how effective your workshop and these techniques can be. So before you describe your steps to prepare for surgery, heal faster, Peggy, please share with us how you evolved into helping people develop their emotional and spiritual capacities to improve healing and speed up their physical healing. How did you stumble into this? Well, actually, I did my graduate study at Harvard Divinity School, and I asked them if I could um, create a program focusing on what a person can do 
physically, emotionally, and spiritually to speed their healing? And they said yes. So that's where I began studying. And then after uh, I graduated, I began getting a group of clients, and all of them were facing surgery and were very frightened. And as I showed them what to do to reduce their anxiety, they would come back and say, oh, in the two weeks since I met with you, I feel so relaxed. I can shift myself out of anxiety into peace. And I went, oh, great. And they said, and my surgeon said there was so much less bleeding during surgery in the operating room. uh, And that was because I was listening to your relaxation. And actually, they said I use 50% less pain medication and heal faster. So when the first few began saying that, I just thought, well, it's a coincidence. But then more and more began saying it. And I said, maybe I found something here. And after hundreds have said it (laughs) and thousands, I said, they all kept saying, you've got to put this in a book. So that's when I sat down uh, to write my book, Prepare for Surgery, Heal Faster. So it was really thanks to all the patients who used it and kept reporting back their experience. That's wonderful. So it was really an organic process of working with people, hearing their feedback, and then just organizing um, these collective experiences into your book and and into other studies. Exactly. I'd I'd already figured out these five steps, but I didn't realize how well they worked until there was a number of people using them and kept giving me clinical feedback, and their surgeons did too. And that's when I thought, wow, this, there's something that's really working here. So um, you must have refined your techniques over a number of years, because I remember when I first met you hearing that you had taught meditation many years ago in Philadelphia and then had moved into other processes as well. So I imagine you really um, had experiences with relaxation techniques and then moved into other ways in which imagery could be powerful. Well, let's see. <clears throat> I, the, the five steps I developed to prepare for surgery have stayed the same, but there are ways I've tweaked them that I've found uh, makes them even more effective. For example, um, I now ask everyone to always include in their end results, the feeling of love, whether it's a a partner coming into the operating room saying, uh, sorry, into the the person's patient's hospital room saying, how are you feeling? And the patient says, I feel comfortable. I'm so glad you're here. And then I always nudge them to say, well, can you add you feel that person's love for you and your love for them? They said, oh, yes. So they articulate it. And then I said, well, how would how would your partner express it? And the person will say, oh, my partner strokes my forehead, and I just feel surrounded in love. So I'll always ask, so that's ways I've tweaked it mm-hmm. to get more specific and to include the vibration of love, because that's really the highest vibration so far that I know of. Mm-hmm. Um, so yes, that's what I that's 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 the very small subtle tweaks, but I find very important ones. Yes, I find in, in, in my guided imagery work with adults that loving imagery and holding with loving imagery helps people bear experience and move through experience better. Um, it's, uh, it doesn't just lower their anxiety. They can 
use the love that surrounds them and take it in. And it's positive healing effects can last longer. So, yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So some people have experience with relaxation techniques, guided imagery, meditation, and they'd be, be a little more familiar with how powerful these techniques can be, or they may grasp your techniques and how they work uh, more readily. How would you describe the mind-body techniques or process that you teach to somebody totally unfamiliar with relaxation techniques or imagery or meditation? Uh, you know, especially people who are very anxious and have a lot of anxious thoughts going through their head, and they don't tend to believe that they can really relax and benefit from these kinds of techniques. Well, I explained to them that they can be skeptical, it will still work, and they say, really? And then I'll guide them just through a 10-minute relaxation, and I'll ask them to grade on, on a scale of zero to five, of, of five being the worst anxiety and zero being none. I said, how would you rate your level of anxiety now? I'll say, oh, it's a six. And then I'll guide them through the relaxation, just 10 minutes. At the end, I'll say, well, how do you feel now? How would you rate it? And they'll say, oh, it's a one or oh, it's down to zero. Oh, all this works. So I don't try to explain it. Mm -hmm. I let them feel it and experience it. And then that is what's really convinces them. Yes. So they have the experience of what it's like to be relaxed and they can speak to that. So I imagine that you've with your vast experience of teaching workshops across the country and internationally, you can speak to the versatility of these techniques for all kinds of learners and, and preparing for all kinds of surgery. Yes, exactly. In fact, this week I had a very fascinating case. Um, it was uh, a person who was preparing for uh, gynecological surgery and she was highly anxious because it uh, brought back memories of when she had been traumatized, sexually traumatized by her father as a little child. And so the very thought of having a mask put over her face was bringing up high levels of anxiety. And she was cr- crying all the time. And she called me just three days before surgery and said, can I do a consult with you? So we did it. And she discovered that as she got deeply relaxed, she was learning to guide the inner child that had gone through that trauma and to give that child the feeling of safety and love. And then I suggested, because her husband was a doctor, I said, why don't you ask your husband uh, to come into the operating room with you and just be there to be protecting you, keeping you safe, she said, oh, my doctor would be glad to let him do that, and he'd be glad to. So we came up with strategies that would work for her, and then she, the experience of having the mask for anesthesia put over her face just reminded her of some of the traumatic things she experienced with her father. I said, well, you could just have, um, have you thought about just having the, the initial anesthesia as an injection into your IV? She said, oh, and then that you'd, you'd become um, conscious and then they could put on the mask. You could ask your anesthesiologist to do that. Said, oh, that's a great idea. So we came up with strategies that would avoid her being triggered. And as she shifted into that, 
deep peace, she was able to give love to that inner child and calm, calm it down and say it was going to be safe, it was going to be protected, and that her husband would be right there keeping her safe. And all of those things shifted her into feeling peaceful. And she said the next day, when I talked to her just to check in to see how she was doing, she said, oh, I've stopped crying. Um, I feel calm. I'm actually all right. Because she'd been listening to my relaxation twice a day for a couple of days, and she had learned to shift herself. And, and I really call it she had learned to shift herself into a deep state of peace. And I think it perhaps a person is shifting out of their personality into the eternal peace of their soul. And she said, this is working. I'm feeling the peace. It's palpable. That's wonderful. It's so empowering and transformative because not only is she preparing for this particular surgery, she's rehealing um, these raw, vulnerable parts of her and integrating them into a new experience. So uh, we're about to approach our first commercial break. I want to remind our listeners, if you or a loved one is facing surgery, you'll want to stay tuned. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. De-stress with guided imagery. I'm Dr. Franco, a relaxation and guided imagery specialist. I've designed an app, Imagery Work, to relieve stress and improve mood, coping, and performance. My sensory meditations are easy to use and promote fast, effective relief from stress in the body and anxious thinking. Imagery work includes tracks for special challenges, relieve caregiver stress, defeat dental fear, stress-free bride, coping with anxiety with multiple sclerosis, mastering test anxiety, and many wellness tracks as well. To download imagery work, Go to Apple Store or Google Play. To learn more about guided imagery, visit imageryWork.com. To access imagery work, go to App Store or Google Play. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America.
You are tuned in to Imagine That. If you have a question or comment about our show or would like to share a story about how your imagination has helped you, send an email to Dr. M. E. Franco at Yahoo.com. That's Dr. M. E. Franco at Yahoo.com. Now, back to Imagine That. Welcome back to Imagine That. I'm Dr. Miriam Franco, your host. My guest today is Peggy Huddleston, whose groundbreaking book, Prepare for Surgery, Health Faster, is recommended at leading hospitals across America. If you'd like to learn more about Peggy's program, Prepare for Surgery, Health Faster, you can go to her website, www.healthfaster.com, and learn more about her program, purchase her book and her MP3 recording. If you'd like to purchase the book, you can also go to Amazon.com. In our first segment today, Peggy, we discussed a bit about how relaxation and use of imagined sensory images or images of healing can be used to prepare for challenging surgical procedures, improve coping, and improve post-surgery healing. In this segment, I'd like you to describe in more detail your five steps that people would follow. You know, how might they play out? What might they be like? Well, the five steps, the first one is relax to feel peaceful. It's listening to the relaxation CD or MP3 and letting them guide them into a state of deep relaxation, which research shows strengthens their immune system and creates the biochemistry that enhances healing. And a randomized controlled trial was done at a Harvard Medical School teaching hospital, Beth Israel Deaconess Medical Center, with patients using this, actually who were hospitalized and not having surgery. And they found that patients just listening to the relaxation, because it never mentioned surgery, actually had, just listening to it twice a day for two days, had a reduction in anxiety, used less medication for anxiety, and has had a significant decrease in heart rate, which is a good thing, because when you're scared, your heart beats faster. And 100% of the people in the study said they'd recommend it for every person who was hospitalized. So that's step one, is just relaxing to calm preoperative jitters. Very, very, yeah, I just want to say, um, people's anxiety is so high those two or three Mm. weeks before the surgery date. So it gives them something they can do to first reduce the jitters, and know what it's like to be in a relaxed state. Exactly, because it, it, it gives the ability to shift out of high stress into deep relaxation. Um, and then the second, in that state, then they visualize the recovery by turning their worries into healing imagery. So if someone's having a knee joint replacement, they uh, just go into their own end result of their back hiking on their favorite mountain trails that that visualize it in the most positive way. And I just had a woman who, I, I give two-day trainings for healthcare professionals, and she said she was taking it because six weeks ago she had a hip replacement, and she said she didn't need any pain medication afterwards. And I was surprised because I always hear people use 50% less pain medication, but she said, I didn't even need any. So it's like, well, that's quite amazing. I'm surprised. Yeah, that's uh, so terrific. 
So it's visualizing your recovery. And then step three is my favorite one. It's asking uh, during the half hour before surgery, when a patient's in the holding area, about to go into the operating room, asking friends and family during that half hour to think of them wherever they are and just wrap them in love, in a blanket of love. And this woman said she had 50 people doing this. She was a part of a number of prayer groups and support groups. And she said she felt the same blissful feeling she felt when she was giving birth to her first child. Uh, she says that same remarkable feeling. And so let me just um, say, Peggy, that if someone doesn't have 30, 40, or 50 people in their contact group of relatives or friends or loved ones, they can use prayer groups. It's just as effective. And I think um, I just want to really um, capture this for our listeners because there's a lot in what you're saying. People can actually send out an email or a family member um, to those um, who want to imagine the color or blanket of love of the person undergoing surgery, because there is this period of time, whether it's 20 minutes or half an hour, where you're often alone before surgery. You know, they, they're, you're there and staff come in and out or you're waiting. And it's a wonderful time to feel just buoyed by this feeling of love that's created by all these people imagining this love around you at this time. Yeah, and I say, well, ask, tell these people um, that how to get it going is that they think of someone they love to get the heart really flowing with love. And then they just imagine wrapping that love around their friend who's waiting for surgery. Mm -hmm. It's pretty hard to go from ground zero of being busy doing something and then shift into love. You have to think of someone you love, like priming the pump uh -huh. of your heart. And, and you're at the good point. Uh, many people don't have 30 or 40 friends they can ask, but they can call up several churches and ask to speak to the person in charge of the prayer group and say, could you send me love and prayers during this half hour window? And they're all thrilled to be asked. Yes, it gives them something also that they can do and share, right? Mm -hmm. And I imagine also, Peggy, in, in this first step and then leading to the second uh, step in your five-step program, even if people don't have two to three weeks of knowing when they're going into surgery, uh, maybe they stumble on your program three days before or they don't get much notice. I imagine this is still effective. That's a good point. The woman that I worked with on Sunday had only discovered my book three days earlier, and yet she was able just to shift herself into that by listening to the relaxation, into the peacefulness, and the inner child had been so traumatized, she was able to just calm it uh, using this twice a day. So yeah, you're exact. that's a very good point. Good. So it's so versatile and beneficial for all kinds of people and all kinds of surgery and even if you don't have much time before your surgery. So what is the third step? Well, the third step was the one I mentioned of being wrapped in a blanket of love. 
and the fourth step is there's a page of three healing statements in the book that the person cuts out and when they meet the anesthesiologist about half an hour before surgery they say could you or a nurse in the operating room say these healing statements to me and if the anesthesiologist says oh sure i'll be glad to that's fine or if the anesthesiologist says well i'll get a nurse to do it the book explains well when you say i'd like to meet the nurse right now so i can look the nurse in the eye and have them say the healing statements and what they are are when a person is going on is already under anesthesia they're highly suggestible and these positive statements go right into their unconscious mind and science says that 90 percent of us is run by our unconscious i don't know if that's the good news or the bad news (laughs) but you can you can get like the first statement is following this operation you will feel comfortable and heal very well and they'll repeat it five times as the person is going under the anesthesia because with the anesthesia they'll be going to deeper and deeper altered states of consciousness yes and and i i understand that your auditory processing your receptivity is still very high even when uh, like when people are memorizing things and say it to themselves right before going to sleep or as they're falling asleep um your hearing takes it in to the body still quite well even if other parts of you are shutting down that's a good point and then even when a person is fully anesthetized hearing is still intact and so i encourage the patient to listen to my relaxation on an ipod or mp3 player to block out what they're saying in the operating room because there were some interesting studies done where they would in the middle of surgery say oh whoops we dropped it and the patient's vital signs the heart rate would start to race because they don't have any filters at that point so they thought maybe there's something from their body that got dropped so it's important to protect or they're just talking about the baseball game uh, or what they did that weekend and you don't need to hear it and so you can protect yourself by listening to the relaxation and alternating it making a playlist alternating it with your favorite music as long as the music is a slow tempo because your heart will start to beat in time to the music yes i have found that many times in my <laughs> life <laughs> right right yeah and like you don't want too fast a, a beat when you need to be in a lower state right so um, then, go ahead add one other thing because i found something really beautiful that i've now added to my program there's a fourth healing statement that's blank on the page and i've asked people just write down what is it you'd most love to be told wherever you are in your own emotional spiritual process in your life journey and there was one client i was working with who said she had had a very abusive mother and she had done lots of therapy and she knew she was lovable but she'd never felt loved and i said well would you like them to say to you at a time when you're highly suggestible uh, she, she'd been using uh, the spiritual teachings of a course in miracles mm-hmm. and i said well from the course in miracles you learn that you are a child of god and would you like them to say to you 
towards the end of surgery when you're still highly suggestible on this operation you will feel that you're the child of God and feel deeply loved and have them repeat that five times that oh would that be possible said if you request it sure so she did this and she called me up the day after surgery and said I'm swimming in love I've never known this is what it felt like to be loved that's wonderful we have to take our next commercial break but when we come back we'll learn more Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. De-stress with guided imagery. I'm Dr. Franco, a relaxation and guided imagery specialist. I've designed an app, Imagery Work, to relieve stress and improve mood, coping, and performance. My sensory meditations are easy to use and promote fast, effective relief from stress in the body and anxious thinking. Imagery work includes tracks for special challenges, relieve caregiver stress, defeat dental fear, stress-free bride, coping with anxiety with multiple sclerosis, mastering test anxiety, and many wellness tracks as well. To download Imagery Work, go to Apple Store or Google Play. To learn more about guided imagery, visit imageryWork.com. To access Imagery Work, go to App Store or Google Play. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You are tuned in to Imagine That. If you have a question or comment about our show or would like to share a story about how your imagination has helped you, send an email to Dr. M.E. Franco at Yahoo.com. That's Dr. M. E. Franco at yahoo.com. Now, back to Imagine That. Welcome back to Imagine That. I'm your host, Dr. Miriam Franco. Our guest today is Peggy Huddleston, who's the author of the groundbreaking book and program, Prepare for Surgery, heal faster. If you'd like to learn more about these healing 
mind-body techniques, go to www.healingfaster.com. Peggy, you explained to us in the last segment uh, what your five steps are and how they work. And I was curious, um, I know that not only do you have firsthand experience of how they work, but there's also a body of hard science or research that supports your program and your experience. What research studies document these benefits of preparing for surgery, healing, heal faster? Well, the first randomized controlled trial I did was with patients having total knee joint replacement. And I did that study with Dr. Benjamin Bierbaum, the former chief of orthopedic surgery at the New England Baptist Hospital in Boston. And when we, uh, I wrote the protocol and submitted it to the IRB. And when we looked at the data, we found uh, there were 44 patients in the study. Half of them were randomly assigned to have the, be given the book, the relaxation, and to have a one-hour prepare for surgery workshop, and the other had standard care. And we found that those who used the program had significantly less anxiety the day of surgery, and they also healed faster and were discharged from the hospital 1.3 days sooner than the control group. So it was a significant cost savings for the hospital, that shorter length of stay, and an improved patient satisfaction. So that was the first study. Uh, there was a second study I did with the chief of colorectal surgery at the Leahy Clinic, a Tufts medical school teaching hospital in the, in the Boston area. And those are with 56 patients having colorectal surgery. And they measured even more results. Again, they had the patients using the program had significantly less anxiety before surgery. They used, um, by the second day at home, they used 60% less pain medication than the control group. They had significantly less insomnia, uh, less headaches, less depression, and um, a, high, a significant increase in patient satisfaction. So all the things you can measure pre- and post-surgically came out with significant findings. That's really impressive. And they're large sample groups for this kind of research. Um, can you say more about um, some of the specific post-surgery positive effects of this, these techniques? For example, you mentioned um, many people following your program can lessen their use of pain medication and they may get out of the hospital sooner. Um, but I imagine how part of this works is, um, it, I, as, as I recall, you use a healing statement uh, when people are going under and when they're practicing for their surgery, that when they come up from surgery, they will be hungry for a favorite. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. And, they, um, they, I mean, of course, we know when there's been major anesthesia, they're not getting it. Um, but can you explain what's so wonderful about that that particular image and technique? Yes, right towards the end of surgery, while the patient's still unconscious, on the page of healing statements, the patient has written down their favorite liquid, like lemonade or 
Milkshake. Whatever it may be. Milkshake, exactly. And so they'll say, read to the patient when they're still suggestible. Faunus operation, you will be thirsty for your chocolate milkshake, if that's what they wrote down. I'll repeat it five times. So when they get to the recovery room, they wake up and they're thirsty and really demanding, saying, I want my chocolate milkshake. It's like and a Pavlovian dog. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. And what happens is if a person, so it causes a faster return of bladder and bowel function, which makes a faster return of vital signs back to normal. And the patient will wake up hungry. And if they're hungry, then they have zero nausea. So that's why it works. Doesn't it also have a um, component with um, your saliva? I mean, when you're anticipating food, you start salivating, or many of us do. And that also improves um, production of T cells, which can improve short-term immune function. Well, that's, that's true, too. I'd even forgotten about that point. But they wake up hungry. Mm-hmm. As a result, they have no nausea. And at Brigham and Women's Hospital, the Harvard Teaching Hospital has used my program for about 10 years. They tell me that patients' vital signs in the recovery room return to normal two to three hours sooner than patients not using this program. And that's that's a very major difference. That's and a case finding. Wake, mm-hmm. Yeah, they they wake up hungry instead of the unfortunate other thing that can happen is being nauseated, which keeps you there much in the recovery room much longer and feeling terrible. Speaking of nausea, that makes me think of those who may not be preparing for surgery but are preparing to undergo major chemotherapy. And as many know. Nausea is a terrible side effect of undergoing many forms of um, major chemotherapy. So I understand that your techniques can also be adapted for um, coping with chemotherapy. Yes, there's a chapter in the book on how to lessen the side effects of chemotherapy. And in fact, when a study was done at Mass General Hospital, they found that patients using it had significantly less anxiety before surgery, significantly less nausea, uh, I mean, after, after chemo, and they also had less weight loss and less insomnia. And the nurse who did this study, unfortunately, I was so excited about the results, said, oh, let's publish this. And she said, oh, I did this study so fast. Um, I didn't get the proper approvals because I was doing it for a course I was taking. Uh, and so uh, we know we can do the study again and we'll get, get the same results. But a person learns to welcome chemotherapy. There was a fascinating study done in England where uh, patients were told, some of them having chemo, were told they had it when they didn't really. And 30% of that group lost their hair, even though there was no active chemo. Wow. Talk about the power of uh, suggestion there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. So um, could these techniques be adapted for children as well? Well, there's a chapter in the book on how parents can use this for their child if their child's facing surgery. Mm-hmm. And it's very simple. I, in fact, when I finished writing the book, my son had to have his hernia repair. And I watched as a mother how anxious I became. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I had to write another chapter about what you do for the parents who are falling apart with anxiety. Uh-huh. And uh, so the parents use these five steps. 
And you don't need the child to use them. Say if the child's between maybe one and and fourteen or twelve, and it's because if you have calm parents, you'll have very calm uh, children. Because children don't know to worry unless they pick it up from their their parents. So it works very well for children. That's good to know. So um, do you ever, I mean, you used a word um, a little bit earlier about visualizing. And of course, most of us are, I would say most Americans primarily are visual processors. You know, we all can close our eyes for three seconds and imagine the head of a dragon. Uh, but these techniques don't only draw upon visualization. Um, you know, when you're in this relaxed state and using your loving imagery and some of the other imagery that you guide people through, uh, it's, I found its experience is a whole felt lived body state. And any of the senses can really be employed. Um, you know, you're hearing, exactly. You're kind of aesthetic sense or sense of dimensionality, even some people who have a heightened sense of smell. So um, could you speak to that? I mean, people often talk about visualization um, because they use that a lot with athletes, but, you know, actually any of the senses are very powerful in evoking these kinds of responses. Yes, and really some people will say, well, I can't visualize. And I'll say that doesn't matter because the only purpose of the visualization is to bring up the feeling of how you'd feel in the arms of the one you love. Mm-hmm. I imagine, so, yeah, I imagine you can also hear something from the one you love. Yes, and then you can feel that, that felt kinesthetic sense. So um, I'll say it's fine if you don't visualize. You just want to, if, if they want to be walking on the beach and that's their visualization, I say, well, then just feel your toes in the sand and the, the, the waves on your ankles and they go, Oh, I can do that. Do you ever have, um, therefore I'm thinking of drawing where it's both visual, but it's kinesthetic because you're using your hands to draw. Um, do you ever have people who are preparing for challenging chemotherapy draw their chemo? You know, yes. seeing it as a healing agent. Because, you know, in my work with multiple sclerosis patients, there are some wonderful medicines and injections available that can delay the disease course, but they sometimes hurt a lot or can mm-hmm. cause a lot of discomfort. So there's a nat- sort of a natural tendency to not like them and not join the efficacy of the medicine working within them with their own healing process. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they feel sort of like they want to avoid it because it's mm-hmm. painful or difficult. Could you could you speak to that? Well, that's interesting. I didn't know that about the MS medications. Uh, well, the, the more injections, can, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, the injections. The more they can welcome them and have a positive attitude about it, their whole their attitude will make a a big difference. And so, a skillful physician will be able to phrase it in the right way so that their patient is welcoming of it, not cringing, afraid of, uh, not setting up as a negative experience. Wonderful to keep in mind. Stay tuned as we approach our next commercial break.
Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. De-stress with guided imagery. I'm Dr. Franco, a relaxation and guided imagery specialist. I've designed an app, Imagery Work, to relieve stress and improve mood, coping, and performance. My sensory meditations are easy to use and promote fast, effective relief from stress in the body and anxious thinking. Imagery work includes tracks for special challenges, relieve caregiver stress, defeat dental fear, stress-free bride, coping with anxiety with multiple sclerosis, mastering test anxiety, and many wellness tracks as well. To download Imagery Work, go to Apple Store or Google Play. To learn more about guided imagery, visit imageryworkcom To access Imagery Work, go to App Store or Google Play. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. are tuned in to Imagine That. If you have a question or comment about our show or would like to share a story about how your imagination has helped you, send an email to Dr. M. E. Franco at Yahoo.com. That's Dr. M. E. Franco at Yahoo.com. Now, back to Imagine That. Welcome back to Imagine That. I'm your host, Dr. Miriam Franco. My guest is Peggy Huddleston, a pioneer in mind-body medicine and who has developed a wonderful program, Prepare for Surgery, Heal Faster. In our first three segments, Peggy's been describing how effective and transformative her program is, her five steps to prepare for surgery and heal faster. So Peggy, Uh, I know how well your um, techniques work. I have been trained in one of your um, workshops for professionals. So first of all, uh, could you speak to how healthcare professionals can learn your program and techniques so that they can help their clients or patients where they live and practice um, to use these techniques? How could they go about getting trained in these techniques? I have a two-day training that I offer online so people can take it from anywhere. 
that gets them trained and then a certification process. So they're giving the workshops the way they, they're most effective and they just go to the book's website at healfaster.com and click on the link training and it gives them all the details and they can call me, we can talk and they can see the schedule of when the next ones are available. Or if they're a therapist, they can just recommend the book and relaxation to their patient because thousands of people have used it without ever having a one-hour workshop I see. with a I see. healthcare professional. Mm-hmm. And I imagine at it, it, some hospitals, it's right in the gift shop, they're available. It is, it is. That's because it, it makes the hospital have happier patients if more patients are using it and they save money when patients leave the hospital earlier. Speaking about happier hospitals, one part we left out is if you have a number of your patients in a given surgical practice, let's say, you know, there are orthopedic surgeons that just do hips and some that do shoulders, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, I imagine that there's also a positive beneficial effect on the staff treating you. I mean, a more relaxed patient who can use self-empowering techniques has to have a beneficial effect on the staff. Yes, people say, oh, we love the patients using this because they first they make less anxious phone calls to the surgeon's office driving us crazy. And secondly, they don't cancel the day before surgery. And finally, they're so relaxed and peaceful, it relaxes us. That's wonderful. I, it's sort of the gift that keeps on giving. Mm-hmm. So let's say a person um, would like to learn your techniques and uh, prepare for a particularly challenging surgery or, mm-hmm. or maybe a surgery that's really overwhelming. Um, since um, teaching people relaxation and going over these techniques can be done via a recording, you can also use your voice and do it over the phone. You know, I'm, there may be people who don't live near a major teaching hospital or would like to, or are just skittish and would like to do this with you personally. How do they access? contact with you or how can they set that up they would just again go to the book's website and click on contact and call us or email us saying they'd like to have a consultation with me wherever they are in the world and then we'll arrange it and they can just pay online so it sets it up quickly that's wonderful that's really terrific and so um have you been finding that um you are getting Um, special stories from people using these techniques in terms of passing it along to friends, Um, uh, you know, a sort of this word of mouth effect of, I know like if you're a cardiac patient, it's very powerful when another cardiac patient comes to you and says, I know what this surgery is like. I know what it's like to get through this. Um, this is what I did for me, and it really works. I mean, it's a bigger um, sort of testimonial, I think, than someone who hasn't undergone it. I think that's mostly how the idea of the book has spread. And 
I'll talk to people and say, you know, I live in the Boston area and three people gave me your book. Mm-hmm. So get it from different directions. But yes, it's it's a strong word of mouth and people like to buy it and give it to their friend facing surgery. Wonderful. I also know that sometimes uh, what I hear from folks is, well, you know, my, my doctor doesn't believe in this stuff or my anesthesiologist isn't going to, you know, read healing statements to me or so-and-so thinks this is just hocus pocus, you know, which can be intimidating, um, especially when you're getting ready for surgery. How might people uh, bypass this problem? Well, first, they don't need to have their surgeon do anything except just do the operation. Right. And when they meet the anesthesiologist about half an hour before surgery, they'll say, could you or a nurse in the operating room say this page of healing statements? And if the anesthesiologist says, oh, well, I'm glad to, they're all set. Or if they say, well, I'll get a nurse to do it. The book empowers them to say, well, I'd like to talk to the nurse now so I can look the nurse in the eye and give them the page of statements so I know they'll do it. So we empower the patient to be their best advocate. Mm-hmm. I even have patients sometimes tape it to their surgical gown. And say, yes, the book needed to tell them. Well, so the roll in the OR is visible. Yep. Right, right. You know, people are busy. They're running around. Right, right. Um, and uh, any other anecdotes you'd like to share? I mean, I, I remember one of um, especially your end result imagery of what imagining at some point, future point in time um, that you're healing from your surgery, doing something you love to do and know you're healing well. I think that's so empowering because it's not whether you're going to end up doing those things post-surgery. It's allowing yourself in a relaxed state to actually imagine having this experience and having it in your body and your mind. Can you speak to the power of the end result imagery there that's also part of your technique? Yes, I recently had someone who had double hip replacement and uh, she sent me a fast email saying my second end result was she found the best surgeon she could in Colorado and Vail and she said her first her second end result was was she and her husband would be walking through the village in Vail and she'd be walking, uh, not needing those crutches anymore. And she couldn't wait to say, I've just did my second end result because she had lived it in her imagination so many times. She said, it's happening. It's happening. So, so I get these I get these very excited emails. And then she sent me another one saying, I've been walking two miles every day. And I'm, I'm just so thrilled and so happy because she had been quite scared before surgery and only found my book about two weeks before and just dove right into it. And that is so wonderful, Peggy. I'm, I'm afraid we're about to be out of time, though I could talk with you endlessly, really, about these wonderful techniques that are so empowering and transformative for people. So again, if you'd like to learn more about Prepare for Surgery, Heal Faster, Go to www.healfaster.com. It's been such a pleasure to speak with you today, Peggy, and long cherished work. And for those who will be tuning in next week, my guest will be Janine Tapire, a psychotherapist practicing in New York who uses imaginative visual imagery to help cure trauma. 
imagine that. Thank you for taking a deeper look into your imagination with Dr. Miriam Franco. Please join us for another episode of Imagine That next Tuesday at 12 noon Pacific Time and 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Tap into your imagination this week.